0: The podcasts are taken from the four volumes, In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 93 is entitled, The 23rd Psalm, Part 2.
1: Welcome to the second half of our discussion of the 23rd Psalm. In Podcast 92, we discuss the following verses.
0: The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters.
1: If you haven't downloaded Podcast 92, may we suggest that you do so first. In Podcast 93, we continue with the following verses.
0: He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
1: In this podcast, we shall begin with the fifth concept.
0: Concept number five. He restoreth my soul.
1: The principle of repentance comes to mind where guilt is washed away by the blood of Christ and peace is restored.
0: He shall restore that which he took. Leviticus 6, 4. Whoso confesseth and forsaketh, them shall have mercy. Proverbs 28, 13. Put away the evil of your doings. Cease to do evil. Isaiah one sixteen. Repent and turn from your transgressions. Ezekiel eighteen thirty. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew three two. Joy in heaven over one sinner that repenteth, Luke fifteen seven. Godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation. 2 Corinthians 7:10
1: I personally believe however that the phrase he restoreth my soul is a primary image of the resurrection. The poem is about death and the resurrection, and only Christ can raise us from the dead. In Job we read
0: Job 19 For I know that my redeemer liveth and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body Yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold, and not another, though my reins be consumed within me.
1: At death the body and the spirit are separated. In the resurrection the body and the spirit are reunited. In Genesis we are told that the body and the spirit are the soul of man.
0: Genesis 2, 7 And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul.
1: In other words, he restoreth my soul, means exactly what it says. The body and spirit were separated at death, they are restored in the resurrection, and once again become a living soul. When thinking of the resurrection, we naturally turn to Paul, who spoke most about the subject. 1
0: Corinthians 15 Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain and our faith is also vain? Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God. Because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised? And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, ye are yet in your sins. Then they also, which are fallen asleep in Christ, are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive.
1: He continues.
0: 1 Corinthians 15. There are also celestial bodies, and bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For one star differeth from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body, and there is a spiritual body.
1: For me, death and resurrection is the theme of the 23rd Psalm.
0: Concept number six. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake.
1: The paths of righteousness refer to two paths. The first is the STRAIT and narrow path, meaning baptism. A straight is a narrow body of water between two larger bodies of water. The second is STRAIGHT and narrow path, meaning an undeviating course as defined by the commandments. But narrow also is the opposite of wide is the gate and broad is the way, leading to destruction. The wide gate refers to the many ways to commit sin. The broad way refers to all paths of destruction caused by the consequences of sin. The Holy Scriptures refer to sin in some of the following ways.
0: Courts of his sin, wages of sin, dead in sins, deceitfulness of sin, all unrighteousness is sin, devil is master of sin or author of all sin, bondage of sin servants of sin
1: and of course for his namesake refers to the atonement of christ who overcame the world and whose redeeming blood makes it possible for us to return to the presence of the father
0: concept number seven Yea, though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death
1: paul tells us that
0: the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death
1: we all walk in the valley of the shadow of death For me, at age 80, the shadow grows larger.
0: Concept number eight, I will fear no evil.
1: We are reminded of the words of Paul.
0: 1 Corinthians 15, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Notice that David said, I will fear no evil. David was a man of war. In fact, if he had gone to war as he was supposed to, he would not have fallen so far. He faced death almost daily. He is speaking not only of the present, where through faith in Christ we will fear no evil, but also of the future, after the resurrection.
0: Concept number nine, for thou art with me.
1: At birth, we are given the spirit of Christ, which never leaves us. Everyone also has access to the gift of the Holy Ghost. The scriptures speak of the gift of the Holy
0: Ghost. He shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. Luke 1.15 Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. John 7.39 Receive ye the Holy Ghost. John 20.22 Ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 2.38 Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey him. Acts 5.32 Thou mightest be filled with the Holy Ghost. Acts 9.17 On the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 10.45
1: to receive the Holy Ghost, we must follow the admonition of
0: Paul. 1 Corinthians Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, forasmuch as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Concept number 10 Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me.
1: In the scriptures, rod has a number of meanings.
0: Rod of iron, which means the word of God. Spare the rod, which means a switch. Rod of the oppressor, which means a heavenly burden or weapon or threat. Rod out of the stem of Jesse, which means Jesus Christ. Smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, which means the power of the priesthood. Pass under the rod. As the sheep passed under the shepherd's rod, they were examined closely. His rod was upon the sea, which means a scourge. Repent, lest I smite you by the rod of my mouth, which means punishment according to the law of justice.
1: The rod was also a stick about three feet long with a knob on the end shepherds used to beat away wolves. A staff also has several meanings. It could be scepter, walking stick, or crutch. David uses it as a sheep herding tool. It had a unique shape, a long stick with a curved end to guide the sheep or pull them out of difficult situations, or to ward off wild animals. A shepherd used both the rod and the staff, depending upon which tool fit the situation. The rod was generally used as a weapon. The staff was generally used as a way to keep the sheep on the straight and narrow path. It clearly defines the Savior's role in our lives.
0: Concept number 11, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies.
1: Most images are complex, but among other things, it reminds us of the supper of the marriage feast seen by John the Revelator.
0: Revelation 19, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints, and he saith unto me, Right, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb, and he saith unto me, These are the true saints of God. Concept number twelve, Thou anointest my head with oil.
1: According to Wikipedia, the primary purpose of anointing with the holy anointing oil was to sanctify, to set the anointed person or object apart as godesh or holy. Originally, the oil was used exclusively for the priest and the tabernacle articles, but its use was later extended to include kings. In ancient times, it was also used for the healing of the sick.
0: Mark six thirteen. And they cast out many devils, and anointed with oil many that were sick, and healed them. James 5.14 Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Concept number 13 My cup runneth over
1: I suppose that too could have many meanings. The first image that comes to my mind is from Malachi.
0: Malachi 3. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the window of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Concept number 14. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life.
1: Now that is a blessing that we can all rejoice in, to have the Lord's goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives. Think of goodness as his bounteous love, and blessings and mercy as his atoning blood.
0: Concept number 15, And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
1: Remember the words of John.
0: Revelation 22 and he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruits every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him, and they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads, and there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord hath given them light, and he shall reign for ever and ever.